today's episode is from a new podcast I have started to co-host called Drive to Wealth. Check it out. Welcome back, lads. Welcome back to another episode. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Part of the conversation was um, cut off because of a technical error. Well, technically, my phone just stopped recording. So, with that being said, I had to include about five minutes um, that I needed to re-record. So, you will see it once you get there. But for me, it was important to include this because the part of the story is just a great illustration of what it takes to get to become an introvert versus an extrovert, right? So. Enjoy the podcast, enjoy the, the episode, and I'll see you later. Welcome back, lads. Welcome back to a, another episode of, um, of our podcast here. So welcome back. Uh, today we are talking about introverts versus extroverts or should I say introverts to extroverts and the reason why we talk about this is well Monish let's let's let you start because uh, you had an incident where you talked about this to some some of your friends so invite us yeah so I was actually talking about um, I was helping someone that I had known for a couple of years I was trying to help her essentially uh, basically make more money and have a bit more fulfillment in her life. And uh, while I was talking with this, I mentioned to her, I'm an introvert. And she was absolutely shocked. She was like, are you really an introvert and all this and that? And then I thought, I, you know, it played on my mind a little bit. And then I asked someone else and I said, um, you know, do you think I'm an introvert or an extrovert? And then this other person, she said, I think you're an extrovert. And uh, the reality is, is I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert through and through. I was that kid in class that never put their hand up and never said a word. I was that kid in class where, in fact, every time we had parents teachers meetings, I'm not sure if you have that around it, if you had that in Germany, but they basically they bring the parents in. The parents say, oh, how and the teacher basically says to the parent how the kid was doing it in school. And all they ever used to say about me was, oh, he's great but he never puts his hand up make sure he puts his hand up a bit more and i was scared to do that and it got me thinking because i realized where it all went right almost um how i came to the point at which i was able to talk to anyone a stranger approach someone on the street uh, not have a problem talking to multiple people at the same time and things like that. Although, you know, still being an introvert. So that's really the inspiration of this episode. And then as I was speaking to you, Nicholas, you know, you seem to have actually done a lot more research into this than me. So which will make this episode very interesting. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. And um, so thanks for saying this. And I need so let's let's just clarify. Uh, would you say introvert is better than extrovert, or is extrovert better than introverts? What's your thought on this? Well, okay. Um, I think firstly, how about let's uh, firstly 
explain what both of these are. I'm sure many people do know, but in case you didn't know, okay. an introvert is someone who is um, basically quieter. They uh, are generally drained by social interaction. They think a lot, perhaps. They think before they speak. Extrovert is more outgoing sort of person. They are energized by social interactions. Uh, you know, they love to network. They think out loud and they, they generally just talk more yeah. than introvert. Introverts are also um, perceived as very shy. So just maybe put this label onto someone because that's basically how it looks from the outside to the introvert. Like the, um, an extrovert would say an introvert is just shy. That's what yeah, the traits are. Exactly, exactly. Uh, okay. Then so the, the, in terms of yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So in terms of which is better is um it's a it's a question which actually um really I'm going to give you a very wishy washy answer because at the end of the day we realize that these things these traits shall we say of introverts and in extroverts are neither good nor bad they just are and it is exactly how you use them. Should we should we give an example, right? So thinking, for example. I wouldn't I wouldn't go with with the examples just now, just to have like the broad perspective of what the thoughts are. We can we can take this on, on a later and until yeah, cool, with, no with the examples of um hyper successful um people that we can take those traits and see why it's important to have both. What do you think? Yeah, cool. Not a problem. Okay, cool. Um, let me introduce or like tell my part of my story as well because since we talked about this, I was very mind blown because I had a conversation just like yours where people are very, very surprised that you identify as introvert. Um, what we have developed is so-called an ambivert that is able to use but like the best traits of both um, those extremes, like one extreme ex introvert and extreme extrovert. So we have the ability to use selectively um, those traits. So to the outside, it looks like we are extroverted, but deep inside, we prefer the introverted version of ourselves. Or for me, that's, that's the case. I prefer being an introvert. I'm not sure how it is for you, but how how's it how's it for you like the preference yeah one hundred percent i actually uh <laughs> i don't really like talking to people to be honest <laughs> with you depending on the person uh sometimes people uh, can actually energize me uh, like yourself uh, as i mentioned before however there's a lot of people out there that complain too much and i don't like those people um and you know there was a time when i actually lived by myself for six months and it was addicting because it was so quiet and so lovely. Didn't have to deal with anyone's crap because what you find, what I find at least is um, people look at me and they're like, oh, he's the I'm a problem solver, basically. People will come to me with problems and I will solve them uh, again and again and again, which is um, good for those people that are getting their problems solved. But for me, it just gives me a headache. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, no, I want. I am an introvert, and yeah. I uh, and I like to be in with my own thoughts by myself. 
Okay, so and, and things like that. All right, so for me, the preference is also introvert. I so last year, and um, so again, I talked about this last week um, about challenges, and I still need. I want to have that episode with you with uh, facing challenges and what we have like on personal challenges yeah. on a personal level. Um, but for me, last year, I did myself put myself. Um, on purpose in isolation. That means I do not have physical interaction with anybody. Socialization does not happen in real life. I stayed at home. I wanted to figure out what I want to do. I, f I tried to just be in with myself and just face very, very tough questions that needs a lot of thoughts and the less distraction as possible, if that makes sense. So last year, just by myself, I love that. It's it's so peaceful. You don't deal with anything that is, you know, I, that, exactly the same thing what you just mentioned is you yeah. don't need to think of how can I help that person or how can I make someone else's life a little bit easier. All those questions just disappear and then you just focus on yourself and it's just so quiet and peaceful. I enjoy it. Isn't it crazy? It really is. It's like, it's like, it's almost as if you had a hundred TVs on constantly and then suddenly you just turn them all off. Yeah. And, and there's no noise. There's no visual like sort of stimuli or anything like that. And it's just peace. Yeah. Quiet. And this is an indicator that I knew, in fact, I was an introvert. Because sometimes I was just like, well, maybe I am an extrovert, just shy. So back to shy, perceived as shy. Mm. Um, but no, I'm I'm deep inside an introvert. So that was that one thing. But then, one of my like, I met a uh, a girl at the gym, and then we talked about this. And then she was just mentioning that I I don't seem like an introvert because I know the entire gym. <laughs> so the thing is, I just listen to people's crap and. I give value and then once I see and then I put them into two different kinds of buckets like you said there are people that give you energy if you talk to them and then you have those that just drain you and I came mm -hmm. to the conclusion for myself if I talk about shallow stuff like uh, this boyfriend uh, pissed me off or girlfriend this partner is this and how's the weather uh, politics sucks like all this shallow conversation stuff bothers me and I don't want to deal with. So if people start talking about this kind of stuff, I automatically distance myself, not physically, but in a mentally sense. So I just absorb whatever they say and just give like a proper answer basically. Versus you meet some people, they actually talk about being introvert or extroverts or like stuff that actually matters. <laughs> in life mm. then you start to engage and actually use this conversation as a recharge of your i don't know i don't know your energy levels and so the thing is about me is i learned and we get there later and um, how i got there versus you because the the story you told me was very inspiring and i never thought about this that way but um we'll get there but yeah and then I just know 
how to use the extrovert traits to make a lot of contacts, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, um, I think we should make one thing clear, really, is if you are super introverted, you have to do, you have to do things that will push you into a point at which you are comfortable to talk to other people. Because if you are super shy, you don't want to talk to anyone ever. You will get walked. People will walk over you. People will take advantage of you. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a dog eat dog world. You've got to go and see something that you want and go and grab it because no one's going to hand it to you on a plate. And frankly, no one actually cares whether you get it or not. Uh, so, it's, you know, you got to care. you got to go on your own accord, whether it is the time to think and spend hours by yourself to think, what do I really want out of this life? Which is probably one of the heaviest questions you could ever ask yourself or, you know, solve an intense problem, to, you know, to do with yourself or whatever it is. Um, and then on the other on the other side, you know, ask people for money or uh, ask people for investment or asking people for advice, for help, which is what? OK. Asking people for help, I want to make one thing clear, is not a weakness. It is a strength. A lot of people think that it's a weakness because, um, and I, I think it is because, I mean, you let me know what your thoughts are, is I think that it's because when you ask for help in class, I think in the UK it's a bit weird because people expect you to basically be really skilled at something without trying, mm -hmm. without seemingly breaking a sweat, which is very strange because that's not really how it works. Yeah what really happens is that you only get to that point when you put hours and hours and hours in and then you seemingly do it very easily but it's only because you put those hours in yeah right yeah i mean what do you think i i totally agree with that um the thing is i i, I don't know i so saw the school schooling system i think this is a different kind of topic um but in general um you will be hated on for cheating which is like ma basically just making it easier for you to do the task you need to get done and that's the test or exam um, in real life cheating is basically necessary because you need to have like little bits and pieces everywhere to remind you okay i need to get this done i need to get this done and uh, you hire people that are smarter than you in that one specific uh, specific field yeah. so yes and no but um we can talk about this another episode i think it's a great episode per, per actually um uh, to put this that way yeah. but in general um i mean yes i i agree with you 100 percent there you, you need to yeah i mean i'm really trying to sort of say that look you need to be able to go and ask people for things yeah because they ain't gonna give it to you just by for you know just by looking nice nothing yeah yeah you're not going to give give you whatever i mean the amount god the amount of free things i've got in my life just by asking for it yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and the amount of extras and this and that you know just by asking for it and again i'm an introvert but uh somehow the confidence comes from within me and uh and then i can ask for it you know what? Let's 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 dive into uh, let's dive into this. How did you get there to realize? Okay, I need to be more extroverted. What led you to the, to to do those hard things? Um, there's sort of two sides to that. 
Uh, one is putting yourself in uncomfortable situations again and again and again. Uh, for example, taking a cold shower. I've been doing that every day for I think what, like two or three years now, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and another uncomfortable situation that I put myself in many, many times is asking for money, asking for tens of thousands of pounds um, for investments and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then also asking for tens of thousands of pounds for investments attempting the investment i'm talking about my first or even other ones as well and then they've gone tits up and then you have to go back to the investor and be like okay this is why it's gone tits up and this is what i'm doing about it and mm -hmm. uh whether you're introvert or extrovert you're gonna have to have that tough conversation and believe me it was a tough conversation well it wasn't actually a tough conversation it was the thought of doing that conversation was painful very painful so you've got one thing which is putting yourself in com in uncomfortable situations and the second thing is doing something accomplishing something in your life and it doesn't have to be making money it doesn't have to be you know making 10 grand a month whatever it is or you know what it just has to be something so like for example becoming pretty damn skilled at playing guitar or pretty pretty good at coding like not 100% of the way 80% of the way even so that you're able to do it or DJing or something you know yeah. anything um, you put the time in it's hard initially then you keep pushing past it then you get to a point at which you have accomplished something and you have competence and then you find what you have is the competence confidence cycle so the more competent you are, once you attain competence, then you become confident in it. Yeah. And really talking to other people is about self-confidence. And if you can be confident, because this is what I did, is I became confident because I had those difficult conversations before. Uh, I made the mistakes. I made a bit of money. I did things um, which I look back on and I'm like, wow, you know, that was hard, but I'm glad I did it. Uh, and then I got the competence, and then the confidence came. Yeah, and so basic, that's basically what it is. And basically, you understood what's happening behind, or like what's happening after the tough conversation, or after the tough thing you need to get done. Yeah, and believe me, sometimes it was just like, let's get through this day, or let's just get through this hour. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially with that first project, which took two years, and then completed. Uh, and then completed the project when it was COVID. Mm -hmm. Completing your first project when you get into COVID and you're like, well, I need to go and pay these investors back uh, tens of thousands of pounds and I need to make money. And wow, I made so many mistakes. And wow, it took 10 times longer and cost this much more than, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, you just... But and, so it's just one of those things really so how did you actually get there though that you wanted to be more extroverted like what made you think well that sucks i want to have that extroverted skill or like that extroverted trait it wasn't how you were thinking about it because i know we briefly spoke before the episode before we started recording it wasn't a thought process that okay I am introverted and I need these extroverted traits to help me achieve XYZ mm -hmm. it was more of a case of XYZ is my goal and and this is how I have to get about it I didn't even introvert extrovert didn't even come into my thought process mm -hmm. um, it was just it was 
the comp the confidence to go and ask people for money came more from the confidence and knowledge of knowing what I was talking about to a certain extent. Mm. And that came from education and talking to other people and uh, listening, a lot of listening, a lot of learning. I mean, what I learned for, I put myself into education for at least like three three years before I started that project. Mm-hmm. I did a little bits in other visas before that, but... Okay. Um, yeah, so it wasn't okay. So you basically just focused on the action item versus what trades am I missing to get this done, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Exactly. All right. So for me, to share my my part of the story is um, I was always the shy person. I was in school. I was the I was the short kid with curly hair with the blue eyes that was surrounded by the popular girls i didn't i needed i didn't have to do anything to have the attention so first of all this second i was very uncomfortable of having all those people around me for not doing anything so i didn't know what happened it's just there once school ended though obviously the popular people disappears like this entire dynamic inside school is gone and then all of a sudden all the stuff I had was gone so I started from rock bottom I should say and I need to understand okay what in the world did happen like from being popular to not knowing anybody and not making any content connections or uh, contacts or friends uh, for me it was very hard to see what am I missing? For me, it was really, what am I missing here? What's, what do I need to change in order to get where I was? I think that's how everything started for my personal experience. Yeah. And what I understood was, okay, I became a mechanic. I worked on cars for about six years. And during that time, I realized I need that trait of talking to a lot of people. I want to learn sales. I want to learn how to speak to strangers. And so my mentor or like my my supervisor at that time, he said, well, if you want to talk to people, I can give you that extra task. It's not part of your job description, but if you want to do it, then you can practice your stuff. And I was like, yeah, I want, I want to do that. So I, I learned to reach out to people, tell them, hey, I know you brought in your car, but it's instead of uh, $200 or euro that time, um, it's going to be 1500 And so those are very tough conversations. And this is usually ended up with people are very mad or upset and you need to calm them down. And me as someone who has no traits of an extrovert whatsoever, I understood now, okay, this is something I need to practice. This is something I need to become more, I don't know, more successful, I guess. Um, The other part is I'm fairly good looking, but I'm shy. And then so people assume I'm a playboy, but I'm not because this is not what my personality is. And if people get to know me, they realize, oh, he actually wasn't lying. (laughs) He is really just not interested in so many girls like 
his counterparts. And so that, that kind of surprised me every time when people make assumptions of my appearance because my appearance doesn't lead to what my personality is. I don't know if that makes sense. But in general, this is how I got into this entire introvert versus extrovert. What traits do I need in order to succeed in my job or like tasks? Yeah. I think that is the firstly, I think that is a brilliant framework to anything. Uh, and, you know, there have been times when I have basically is the question of what do I need to do to get to X? What do I need to learn? What skills or traits do I need to learn? Which is an amazing question. If you're asking that question, uh, you know, you've only got up to go, really, because it shows that you're willing to learn. It shows a level of self-awareness. It shows a, le a level of being not exactly happy, but um, being okay with the fact that the, you are failing in some areas of your life, yeah. which is inevitable. And then doing something about it, which is amazing. I mean, how did, okay, so you had some tough conversations on the phone. Do you, you know, obviously it must have been very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, how did you manage to calm these people down? How did you manage to get them to pay more euros to fix their cars that were what type of cars were these that had a lot of problems japanese cars <laughs> of course they were japanese cars yeah no, suzuki's it was mainly suzuki's um some Toyota's. oh it actually was <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the thing was oh, that must be user error <laughs> probably uh no so the thing the thing about this is I can tell you the, the very first, let me tell you the story about my very first conversation on the phone. Uh, actually, the first two conversations on the phone. And this was the conversation right after I said, hey, I want to learn how to speak to strangers or like people. Can I, you know, can I talk to customers? And um, Stefan, that's uh, my supervisor's or slash mentor's name. And he's like, yeah, of course. Um, let's, let's pick this customer this is this is the one um, I know he just brought it in for service it was supposed to be 350 euro um, but ended up at a thousand euro give or take it was a it was a thousand and he was like okay here uh, dial this number and then just well tell them what you want to tell them you know and I was like okay so getting nervous heart was raising mm. I got so like sweaty palms Sweating. And I was like, yeah. my body temperature felt like I like froze, <laughs> but like my hands are sweating and my voice starts like to be very jittery, very tense, like hilarious. And he's just, he was just like putting his hand on my shoulder. He's like, you got this, relax, just, just, wow. just do it. And so I dialed this number and then he picked up, it was, it was a man and he, he was like, uh, so I started talking like, oh yes. So uh, you brought your car in. Um, I know we said it's gonna be 350 euro, um, but it's gonna be a thousand euro. Just playing straight into the matter of straight, fact. You went straight at it's, it, no explanation. No explanation, to, oh, nothing. we found some problems. Yeah, but... just like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> funny enough, my uh, so, 
the customer was reacting very calmly. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, no problem, it's fine. And that's it. He, we hung up and I was like, okay, that's easy. <laughs> and I was just thinking like, what? this is exactly how it's gonna be from this, this conversation here, right? So I was thinking the way how I did it was the right way. The thing what I didn't know is that my, like my mentor, like my, my supervisor, he was like, okay, good job, good job. You know, he was just like letting me think that I figured it out how it works and I'm just talented and that's the way to go. And so basically we had a, another call uh, scheduled or like another, I needed to make another call to a different customer. Um, this was a lady and that was just about 50 euro of a price difference and so because I had like that first conversation it was basically triple the amount of what was discussed before um, I was like oh 50 euro that's that's not this is a piece of cake you know that's a piece of cake so I'll add the number fully loaded with confidence fully expecting to be like the next I don't know the next greatest salesperson of, <laughs> of of this era and so I dealt the number and I was just like thinking okay let's you got this it's just 50 euro right so same thing I called she picked up and basically I was just saying hey instead of 150 it's gonna be 200 euro uh, yeah it's 200 euro so it's 50 dollars more uh, 50 euro more and so I was just saying Yeah, it's, it's, it's this. So I did the same thing, not explaining what it is, um, what we found, nothing. It's just plain to the price and boom, that's it. What then happened, it was quite shocking. Um, this was pretty much the reality check I needed to discover that I basically suck at sales. So <laughs> she was reacting, I would, almost say this is overreacting because she was she was yelling at me she was saying this is a this is a shit show this is unacceptable you cannot treat customers like this and it was just pure anger through the phone and i didn't know what's going on i was so blind so naive of thinking i have figured it out right so i was I was just, you know, I was just thinking, that's how it goes. Little did I know that my supervisor, he knew about those two reactions. He knew that she was a bitch, excuse my language, but she knew, uh, he knew that she was a bitch. And he also knew that the first guy was very, very leaned back and he is like an old friend of his. So. He just did this on purpose. He wanted to showcase what could be the case, but also like in both spectrums, right? Like you, the both ends of the spectrum, he was, for him it was important to let me know this are both scenarios in both extremes and mostly it's usually in the middle. You cannot go just for the price tag, right? You always need to explain what you've done what you have found, what you're planning on doing, and then maybe at the end, or because of the laws, you gotta let the customer know the price. 
but overall you always want to provide the value part first and you want to make the value proportion as huge as possible what i like on this story is that firstly i'm very grateful that he was there and enlightened me to have this kind of experience because sometimes you do something the very first time and it just works right and this is i think the worst thing that can happen because then you don't know did you actually do a good job or was this just pure luck because the other party is just fine with whatever outcome it is right this is why i always try to find first i I always try to learn from like negative things that happen Um, because you can learn you can adjust you can improve if something works just fine you don't know if this is your fault of doing everything just fine or this is just you know based on the other party accepting their faith (laughs) pretty much and that's that so this is just a quick story about this entire thing where yeah. I get to know the, the the sales part of being exposed to both extremes of sales. Um, the thing how I overcome this entire thing of thinking the worst situation possible is thinking that you are going to be fine. You're not going to die. You're not going to be in a hospital for five, six, seven months. After a difficult conversation, no matter how difficult it is, if it's asking for money, if it's telling a customer that uh, the price has tripled, um, asking the girl out for dinner, um, asking for a loan for friends or family members or whatever, or moving back to your to your parents, all those conversations might be tearing you down internally. But if you realize and really think about that you're not going to die, you're fine. You just do it. Maybe you are nervous and I'm still nervous. Um, I know you mentioned you're not nervous anymore, maybe a little bit, but not as much. For me, I'm still nervous. The thing I developed is just acting skills, probably, (laughs) where people don't really see that I am nervous. My voice is very soothing for what I've heard and been told so my voice just sounds very confident in that manner so that helps me to just overplay it I think um, but that's that's that yeah if you can do a lot of practicing it just it really helps I mean they have mm-hmm. uh, there's that theory called like no therapy or something and it's basically you go out every day and you try and get someone to turn around and say no to you. Uh, so like asking for your drink for free at Starbucks and they're obviously going to say no. And it's what conditions you. And then it's not so much like, oh, I remember exactly how it felt. I remember the, it's like a sinking feeling in your soul, not even in your stomach, in your soul. And, uh, you know, you feel like you're going to throw up and all this crap. And you just sort of just get past it, to be honest with you. I think that a lot of it is just not overthinking and just going for it. Especially if you're going to go approach someone in public, the quicker you can, the quicker you can approach someone from the thought process. I'm, I would like to approach X, Y, Z, or I would like to say X, Y, Z. 
to doing it. The longer you leave, the less likely you're going to do it. And the yeah. more pain there is going to be to do it. You just have to go, yeah. you just have to go and do it, you know? And, yeah. um, the, you know, like I said before, they're asking for free crap, just the amount of stuff I've got, just asking for free crap. And, yeah. uh, you know, that sort of thing is so minor, like asking for a, uh, you know, free rice at a restaurant or something like that is so minor that you you can't fail. And even if they say no to you, who cares? I mean, it's like two quid. Yeah. You just do yeah. that again and again. And yeah. So the thing I would definitely say is first, you need to understand what are the benefits of being an extrovert or having traits of an extrovert. And if you are an introvert, I'm telling you right now, this is one of the best skills, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, um, but based on results you see in like the hyper, uh, hyper successful people uh, in the world, they are introverts. If you want it or not, they are in core introverts. You can look them up or if it's uh, the guy who owns uh, Gucci and Prada and stuff, I don't know his name right now. Uh, or is it Zuckerberg or um, Elon Musk? No matter what hyper successful people you choose, most of them, if not all of them, are in core introverts. They have adapted the extroverted traits of public speaking, of confidently speaking to people, um, having those tough conversations of, okay, I need to lend money or I need to borrow money, I need to. Um, raise capital for some whatever reason right uh, or make new changes to the company like all those things it's better to have extroverted skills because if you don't talk nobody will know and if nobody knows it go doesn't go yeah. anywhere so the reason i bring this up is if you are an introvert don't feel bad it's a good trait if you're an extrovert you have in my opinion a little bit more work to do than an extrovert because you as an extrovert need to first slow down on your talking and start listening to people what they say. And this is harder said than done. I get it. Um, I see it with my dad. He's a pure extrovert. And that he starts listening takes a lot of energy for him. So it's, I get it. An introvert, the reason why it's benefit or like less work on your end is because the first thing you already do is listening and then you need to speak. You need to bring a solution or like value to the people. So that's why the introvert traits are a little bit more beneficial if you want to become successful in any kind of um, area, if it's investing, uh, starting a business in your career, if you tend to listen what people want, you can then bring this to the people because you listen to them, right? So that's that. And lastly, you 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 mentioned um, you mentioned a question you asked me for about yeah. surrounding yourself with introverts and extroverts. So I think that's like the last question we have then. Yeah, I think episode. we've covered pretty much everything. And um, 
Okay. What do you think about surrounding yourself with introverts compared with surrounding yourself with extroverts? And how would that compare to, like, if you're an extroverted person, would it be better to surround yourself with introverts? Would it better be better to surround yourself with extroverts? Or, I mean, what do you think? Um, I need to clarify the question. Or can you... I, I need to ask you a question that clarifies uh, what surrounding yeah. means in that context. Do you mean surrounding with having friendly circle of friends as introverts versus extroverts? Or is it just in general, in general, you go outside and you surround yourself with random people? Um, in what sense do you mean surround? Okay, friends so and people you choose to associate yourself with, that be business partners, friends, associates, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I would say, but it's a, it's actually a tough one, to be honest. Uh, so the, the problem, it's not a problem. The thing is this, um, I, my friends are basically all introverts. The problem that comes with it is that you do not push yourself out of your way to actually for example, talk to girls or if you're like in a group of friends, right? Because everyone is an introvert. So the diversity inside the friend circle is not there. However, in the business world, I would partner with an extroverted. No, actually also introvert because I know that the person is listening to me. With an extrovert, I have every time the feeling they're not listening to what I have to say and they just over talk. I had that a couple times. To speak. They're not listening. Yeah. They're just waiting to speak. Yeah, they're not um, listening to speak. They actually just wait, like you said. They just wait so they can speak up and say what they what they have on their mind. So, me personally, I think being an introvert helps uh, surround yourself with introverts. Um, as an uh, introvert, has benefits because you can't have meaningful conversations with ultimately leads to opportunities that you can grow um, it leads to valuable feedback that you can take from and it's not just that someone needs to talk all the time um, mm. this is what i've come across every, every time i had like an extroverted friend uh, it ended up not being a very valuable friend to me because they don't give me any value they basically just talk about shit that doesn't matter which at the end doesn't apply to my what I want out of life. Mm. What about you? I think I do agree with you. Uh, but again, it goes back to the what we said at the beginning, right? Is these traits are neither good nor bad. It's how you use them. And I think yeah. that I have more introverted friends and my good friends are introverts, um, of which there are very few. Um, but I do also have some friends that I've known for years, most of my life, in fact, that are yeah. extroverts. And I actually um, I actually do like hanging around with extroverts because they push me outside of my comfort zone. And it's not something that is new. It's something that has happened for years now, is that I have liked being with extroverts because I am pushed and I do things that I don't normally do like go mm -hmm. out into different places that I've never been before and things like that. And I'm a bit of an, like, I like to go and see new things. I like to have new experiences. I, I like all of this stuff. 
in terms of business and work i think if the if you, they generally say right is that a good partnership would work when you have people that are opposites or not not necessarily opposites but people that are bringing different skills right so if i'm very analytical i perhaps want someone that's a bit better at public speaking or marketing right yeah um and those sorts of partnerships tend to work very well in terms of business i think that you're you're um the best person you could have is an introvert with extroverted tendencies in the in the sense that they are able to go and ask for money yeah. or they are able to go and market themselves and put themselves yeah. out there i think that yeah. that is like if you could have that but at the same time having an extrovert who can actually go and actually think and who can listen properly and who, who can actually put time into something yeah, that's a good point yeah uh, yeah, so I mean, that, that's I think that's what we were trying to say is like uh, the best way to be you is if you're an introvert, get those traits of public speaking and be comfortable with those conversations that are kind of out of your comfort zone. And the same goes for an extrovert. If you're an extrovert, um, we're not saying that you're a shit person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. But you need to start listening to what people have to say because if they don't feel heard, they do not appreciate your constant talking crap. Um, that's basically what it is. The perception of what you bring to the table, if you just talk because you need to talk, isn't well received. Um, unfortunately, it's not. And it's not unfortunately, it's just if you don't bring value and you only bring value if you understand what value means to the other person. That's basically what mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. So if you're an extrovert, get the get it in your head that you need to listen to people. And if you're an introvert, you need to sell yourself. And that means you have to have those conversations that bring difficult questions to, to daylight, that brings the question, what can you bring to the table? What are you able to do? And if you can list good points because you were able to listen and just present it in a way that it's attractive enough, and you're golden. So both ways are valuable. You just need to define what do you need to work on. Um, so yeah. And real quick, back to the question, and then we, I think we're pretty much done with the episode. But the thing is, surrounding yourself with friends, I just like the introverted part of it because it's easier for me to have meaningful conversations. If I go into marketing events or general events outside and it's not, I do not call them a friend. However, it's, it's someone I occasionally talk to. Um, I'm not sure how you name this in like English, but someone or... you talk to. Yeah. yeah, so you talk to someone on a regular basis, but it's not your friend, essentially. Um, I like those... <clears throat> I like those extroverted um, features more because, like you said, they force you to be more outgoing. Mm. They force you to be more things. So if I go with an extrovert to a, like a marketing event, business event, um, stuff like that, or like watch a game, whatever, um, they tend to force you getting out of your comfort zone, which is exactly. absolutely awesome. But my circle of friends, which I only have a few to call friends, um, are all introverts, maybe with some extroverted um, features or traits, 
but yeah, surrounding yourself in general, surround yourself with both because you need to learn to be okay with the other side, I think. Yeah, I think it's just like anything in life is, you know, you need a mixture of stuff, right? It was was a question that, uh, yeah, no, I think you gave a good answer. And I think that we know where we stand with that. So introverts out there, get out there a little bit, get out of your shell. Extroverts out there, get in your own head a little bit and actually, yeah, listen, because realistically... Uh, you need to listen. You need. You do. Uh, everything is selling, and people do not buy. Quote unquote, buy from you, whether that is even just talking to you and being a person who could, you know, you can help. And uh, I mean, the net. Your network is your net worth, right? But people won't do business with you or speak to you if they don't know, like, and trust yeah. you, and they can't yeah. trust that you're actually listening to them. And that's the thing: is listening is a huge thing. I've had conversations yeah. with people where I don't even say anything. I just listen to them and ask a couple of questions. And they're like, oh, my God, what a great conversation. I haven't even said anything. I haven't provided any value. All I've done is listen. But it just shows yeah. they're just not used to being listened to. So if you can listen yeah. to them, what value yeah. you can provide. And on that note. And here, yeah, I have one more thing. So oh I feel God. like we're giving, we're giving extroverts a little shit here. But here's a good thing about extroverts. You guys have the ability to break the ice and it looks like nothing to you guys. I admire this since I was little. My dad is, like I said, my dad is an extrovert. Um, He breaks the ice in no time and he has a really cool, fun conversation going on after two minutes just talking to a stranger. Absolutely horrific. Brilliant. I love that. Um, I really wish sometimes I have that too. But overall, you guys have the ability to break the ice in no time. And this is something that is really valuable in today's world. So this is a good trade of you. <laughs> and for that, on, thank you so much for listening. And uh, well, you see you guys next week.